this is this has been a a strange week for me. It's been uh, kind of a download week, and I want to I want to talk to you just a minute. If you're a guest here, the best preacher will be back next week. But I, I, want you to, I want you to hear me right now because there are a couple of things that God showed me this week. And uh, I feel like that I, there were, the older I get, the Lord has blessed me to be, to be used in the gifts through the years. The older I get... The more careful I am at the timing of when I use those gifts or the Lord uses me in those gifts. I don't ever want there to be a perception in, in my life that he's trying to be the voice that needs to be heard. But I do feel, now I, I don't know why I'm even saying this, but I'm going to tell you that I'm not intimidated being used of God. The, the Lord has manifest those gifts in my ministry, in our ministry, in the midst of thousands of people. And then in little churches where there were five or ten or fifteen people. And so I'd say that to tell you that never will I withhold something that God gives me. But I'm much more careful today as to how I let that be manifested. I hope it's wisdom. But on Wednesday night, yeah, that's true, brother. <laughs> he said it comes with age. Wednesday night when Pastor was preaching and I shared this with him. And I, know, I don't know who this is for, but just please bear with me just a minute here because I've got to get this off of my chest. The Lord, I was laying back there, laying against that wall in that hallway when the Spirit of the Lord hit us in this place and prayer meeting broke out in this place and the Lord showed me a large road full of people. And God said, that's the status quo. And at the end of that road, there, were, there was a fork in the road, one to the right and one to the left. And it was as though everything was synchronized and every step that individuals took. The road on the left was a door that was open, wide open. And every step that the individuals took down that road, that door would begin to close. And the road to the right was completely closed. And every step 
that individuals took down that road, the road began, the door rather began to open. And the Spirit of the Lord revealed to me that those two roads, the one to the left represented the road of self-will and carnal desires and compromise of doctrine and compromise of standard. And God said that those that choose to walk down that road one step at a time will eventually end up on a road to nowhere. And the road that went to the right were the people that were choosing to do the will of God and to walk in the will of God. And God said to those that are willing to walk down that road with me, I will open unto them a door of opportunity of which no man has ever seen before. I will manifest myself on the other side, but you must keep walking down that road until you reach the door and walk through it. Lift your hands to the Lord right now. And that leads me, that leads me to where I want to go tonight in the word of the Lord. God said, I want you to tell my people that the day has come and shall be that they must defeat intimidation. There is a spirit that shall intensify in the world. And it shall bring upon the church I'm not talking about just any church, but I'm talking about the blood-bought, Jesus' name, apostolic, not conservative apostolic, apostolic church. And it will do all that it can to try to push you down the road to self-will and compromise. That spirit will bring division in the body. Please hear me when I tell you that I'm in the Holy Ghost. God said that that spirit of intimidation will bring division in the family. It will bring division in the body of Christ. 
like never before. But God said, my people who will stand strong, I will fight on your behalf. And we will together defeat the spirit of intimidation that would seek to hold the church back, that would seek to keep the church from going where I desire to take it. I need somebody that will rise up in this day and this hour and make up your mind. We will defeat intimidation. First Samuel chapter 17. I feel the Holy Ghost. Yes, yes. Verse 22. David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage. Yeah. And he ran. Right. Not away from the army. Yeah. Into the army. Yeah. Right. Can I please find some apostolics here tonight? That won't be intimidated by the army that's trying to dissuade a revival and a move of God. Can I please find somebody that would say, I'm not going to run from the prayer room. I'm going to run into the prayer room. I'm not going to run from the altar. I'm going to run to the altar. He ran... Into the army. Woo, I feel something about to break in here. And came and saluted his brethren. Man, was he ever happy. He was about to bless his brothers. He was about to bring them some meat and cheese. Amen. Boy, isn't it strange how sometimes when you feel like you're doing everything that you can to be a blessing to others that things turn very quickly. Yeah, some of you have those, what did you say this morning, nervous giggles? The Bible said, and as he talked with them, Behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines, and spake according to the same words, and David heard them. I got bad news. As soon as David heard them, Goliath was done. Come on, somebody. I'm going to tell you, you need to quit listening to those voices that tell you to cower down, get in a corner somewhere, and just do the safe thing. Come on. If you're going to be saved, it's going to take more than being safe. Come on, I wish somebody would hear me right now. 
I said, if you're going to be saved, it's going to take more than being safe. You're going to have to let everybody know who you are and what you are and what you believe and why you believe. Come on. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here. I'm telling you, we're going to defeat intimidation. Uh, we're not going to be pushed around. We're not going to be pushed back. Uh, we're, we're not going to be ignored. Uh, we're not going to be made fun of. Uh, we're not going to be humiliated. Uh, we are the people of the Most High God. Uh, Ah, and all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, first of all, he wasn't a man. The Bible said he was uncircumcised. That meant he'd never been anointed. He wasn't a man. Come on. We need to quit being intimidated by religion. We need to quit being intimidated by big churches. Come on, I wish somebody would help me right now. We need to quit being intimidated by false doctrine and false teachers and false preachers and false prophets. Come on, they're not anointed. We've been anointed. Come on, David was not afraid because he understood who he was and he understood that he was not alone. He would not step into the battle by himself. But all of heaven would stand at attention because he had been called of God. I've come on this Sunday night to tell somebody you've been called of God. You can't take it back. I said you've been called of God. You can't take it back. It's time for you to walk in who you are and defeat intimidation. They all ran because they heard the man, saw the man, fled from him. They were sore afraid. You want to know why Saul was afraid? Because he had lost the anointing. That's why some of you are intimidated. That's why some of you let the devil push you around. That's why some of you let your family push you around. You lost your anointing. You've been intimidated to the place that you think you have no power. But I declare the word of God to you tonight. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Come on. I declare to you that it is the anointing that destroys the yoke. Come on. Hell can't stop you. Hell can't block you. Hell can't keep you away. Hell can't intimidate you when you understand I am anointed of God. I am called of God. 
Look, I, I, I realize this is probably Sunday School 101. I, I can't be deep like my pastor and these young men that teach on Sunday mornings. I'm just an old preacher. But I want to tell you that I know the trick of the enemy. I've been around long. Age is in my favor. And I know there's nothing hell can do that can defeat me. Do you hear me, devil? You try to do everything you can. I will not be intimidated. I will not be defeated. Come on, somebody. You don't have to give in. You don't have to give up. You will defeat intimidation. You can sit. Watch this. Saul lost the anointing. So he was afraid. This is what's going to happen at FPC. I I can't speak for the rest of the church world. But I, I, I want you to hear me right now. David's there trying to help his brother. Only to be intimidated. This is what God said. God said, I'm going to put a spirit of fierceness in the heart of this, my people. And when the enemy rises up, that spirit will rise up. And when the enemy pushes, that spirit of fierceness will push back the enemy. Come on, somebody. I will not tolerate my people being intimidated. I will put in them that spirit that will cause them to rise up and fight. Come on. Can I find any fighters in the house? Can I find anybody? That'll step out and say, wait just a minute. You might have a punch or two, but you'll never knock me out. Hey, you'll never take me down. I've got power that you can't see. I've got power that has not been released yet. But God said, I'm about to release it in the hearts of my people. My God, we're fixing to have revival, Pastor. God's getting ready to raise up a fierce people. A people that will not be pushed back. Watch this. You can be seated. Having a little conversation. Saul has to sweeten the pot. See if he can find anybody. Watch this now. David's brother, Eliab. He's all twisted. Got his panties in a wad. Sorry.
That wasn't good, was it? Hey, boy! Who's taking care of the sheep? What are you doing here, shorty? What are you doing here, you little runt? You're supposed to be taking care of the sheep. What he didn't understand was just a few scriptures back there. The Bible said David left the sheep with a keeper. You see, somebody that's not intimidated. Somebody that not does not allow the enemy to push you around. You will be sure that everybody around you that needs to be taken care of will be taken care of and then you'll go do the work of God. Ah, uh, Listen, I, I want to speak to some folks here right now. I, I don't want to be too long. I guess I made it past my eight seconds, so I'm good. I, I, I want to speak to some folks here right now. In these next few months, they're going to be friends and family. Hear me, this is prophetic. They're going to rise up against you. And it will not be against you, but it will be against the anointing that dwells in you and on you. But David, he, he didn't really, he was just, just a kid. He didn't really understand everything except he knew what it meant to do the will of God under the anointing of God and the power of God. There's some of you here tonight that you've beat up more devils You've defeated more enemies than most folks could talk about. But tonight you feel intimidated. You feel like maybe I better not say anything. Maybe I better not do anything. Maybe I better just wait to, to see what happens. Well, maybe you better rise up or Goliath might come into your camp. David said, hold up, big brother. You, you might be bigger than me. You might be older than me. But you ain't the boss of me. He said, hold up. All y'all over here cowered down, shaking in your boots. You want to know what your problem is? You lost sight of why you're here. See, some of y'all think you're here just to sit there and look pretty. Feel goosebumps every now and then. But that's not why you're here. That's not why you've been anointed. That's not why you've been called. Come on, put your dukes up. You know what that means? Put them up. Put them up. tell you something there's a cause David said is there not a cause you listen to me Goliath 
didn't come here to chit-chat with you. I didn't come here to play games with you. I didn't come here to let you yell at me and yell at my people and intimidate me. Before we leave here today, boy, you're going to know why I'm here. Come on, I wish somebody tell the devil tonight. Uh, listen, old boy, before I get done with you, you're going to wish you would have never showed up in my life. You can be seated. Watch this. The Bible said, David looked at Eliab and he said, What have I done? I showed up here, brought you food, and now I'm about to fight somebody that you're scared to death of. Is there not a cause? Anderson, do you hear me? There are 55,000 people in this city that are a cause. But you watch me unless somebody rises up that's anointed and is willing to take on the intimidator. We're never going to reach them. We're never going to get to them. I got a feeling deep down inside here that there's somebody in this building tonight before we walk out of here going to walk out of here with your dukes up. You're going to walk out of here looking hell in the eye and said, wait just a minute. You can't have my son. You can't have my daughter. You can't have my mother. You can't have my daddy. You can't have my family. You can't have my church. I'm here to defeat intimidation. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to stir somebody up tonight. I want to make you mad at hell tonight. I want to make you mad at the devil. I want you to rise up and say, oh no, don't you come around here running your mouth. You may see it. Watch this. Bible said, and when the words were heard, which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. You know, let, let me back up a minute. Reason why Eliab was so upset was because he was a big old tall fella. He thought he was going to have to be the one that fought Goliath. You can always tell when folks feel like they're not significant enough to be able to handle the job. They do everything they can to try to create a distraction. Try to create a disruption. Oh, you're not going to help me now. We were doing so good a while ago. They do everything they can because... They realize they've been chosen for the job. 
but they haven't done everything that they need to do to do the job. Listen to me. There's not one person in here that's been baptized in His name and filled with His Spirit that is, that is not able to defeat the devil. You hear me, Satan? There's not one tongue talker in this building tonight that can't handle you. Come on. He just, God just needs somebody to release that tongue. And speak in the Holy Ghost words of power, words of victory. Come on, somebody. What do you mean, Bishop? I tell you what I mean. The Bible said when you know not what you should pray. It didn't say quit praying. I said it didn't say quit praying. When you feel intimidated, don't know what to say, don't know what to do. Nah, that's not what he said. When you know not what you should pray. I got a little something down inside of you that will kick in. The Spirit itself make an intercession for you with groanings which can't. I can't, I can't get through to my daughter. I can't get through to my son. I can't get through to my family. I can't get through to the folks I work with. You want me to tell you how to do it? Find you a prayer room somewhere and get in the Holy Ghost and say, I will defeat intimidation. I will see God move. Now I know, you can be seated. I know there's some folk that don't like this kind of preaching. I understand that. I already told you I'm an old preacher. I don't, I don't know how to do things properly. But I do know how to beat the devil. Pastor, we've whipped a few devils around here through the years. We've knocked them down, knocked them out, drug them out to church, and left them in the parking lot. And by the way, he didn't let him back in. Where was I? What are you going to do? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Take me to, to that unanointed king. I need to talk to him a minute. David... Walks before Saul. See, the ironic thing about this is David's already got his job. Listen to me right now. God is always a step ahead of the enemy. Nothing catches God off guard. There's nothing happening in your life right now that is a surprise to God. 
God already knew it was coming. But guess what? Not only did he know it was coming, he was going to outfit you with what you need to get through it. Now, David, you're a cute little guy. But I don't think you got any business in the arena. Here comes the intimidation. He was supposed to be a man of authority in David's life. But instead, he's telling David, I don't think you can handle this. Now, I don't know. I know David had a pouch. I kind of, forgive me, give me a little, little uh, righteous leeway here. Somehow, I get this picture of David. Oh, wait, wait, Saul. And he opens up his little pouch. And he reaches in the pouch. And he pulls out the beard of a lion. Oh, wait, Saul. You don't think I can handle Goliath? He reaches in the pouch again. And he pulls out a bear tooth. You know what this is, Saul? This is remnant of intimidation. You know what this is, Saul? Anything that's ever come against me that thought it could defeat me or kill my lambs, I just took it and I killed it with my own hands. I didn't do it alone. But I got power behind me that's able to help me do anything that that I get into. Come on, I'm trying to tell somebody there's nothing in your life that you can't get through. You got power. You got power. You got power. Watch. Well, Saul said, maybe you can handle it. Bring me that helmet. I wish I had a bucket in here. David puts on that helmet and it slides over his face. Bring me that armor. They bring Saul's armor. I don't think that's going to work. Oh, but wait. Bible said he took it off and he grabbed his staff and he went to the brook and he got a little intimidation handlers. Uh, come on, somebody. It don't take nothing real big. Bible said just a little bit of faith. I said just a little bit of faith. Can move a mountain if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed. You shall say unto this intimidator, Yeah, you shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and cast into the sea. Come on, you don't need a whole lot. Just use what you've got. Come on. Somebody here needs to release your faith tonight and say, I will not be.
intimidate. Let, let, me, let me finish. You can be seated. David said, this is the word, king. Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the mouth, out of the paw of the lion, and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said, Go, and the Lord be with thee. Watch this. I really feel this in the Holy Ghost right here. Somebody in this building today, somebody here tonight that God knew was going to be here. God is going to speak to you right now. You cannot, you cannot be defeated. Wait a minute, Bishop. Sister Courtney, you ever step on the mat and see your opponent across the way and think, honey, you don't even know what I've got for you. <laughs> By the way, don't mess with her. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to get somebody to believe with me tonight. Listen. Listen. God, we've been prophesying. We've been preaching. We've been praying. We've had preachers come in and prophesy and pray and preach and tell us. And we get to this certain place and something crops up. And we back up. Now I need somebody. Not one somebody. A bunch of somebodies. If that's proper English. If it's not, too bad. I need some folk tonight. Before you walk out of this building. To make up your mind. I am going to see this through. I cannot, the church cannot, my family cannot, my ministry cannot be defeated. Come on. I will not be intimidated by an enemy that has no authority. I'm finishing. I'm finishing. Just sit down. Just give me. Just give me a minute. And so, David walks over to the brook. 
You know the story. It's Sunday School 101. Reaches in the brook. And he takes out five smooth stones. Now I heard some jokers the other day debating over whether or not it was the rock that killed him. Or the sword. David cut off his head. <laughs> Who cares? I don't care what it takes to kill the intimidator. All I want to be sure of is that before I walk away, he's dead. That's a problem with some of you drug him out, but you drug him back in. God said, I want you to knock him down, cut his head off, and make sure he never gets up again. So here we go. Here we go. The intimidator. <laughs> he walks out there. He walks out there. He'd been out there screaming 40 days. 40 days. Hey, listen to that mess. Why do you do that? Why do you do that? Why do you just let the enemy keep ranting on in your life? Why do you just let him keep having his way in your family? Why do you do that? Why? I'm mad right now. I said, why do you do that? You don't have to do that. God's put something in you that'll let you tear down every wall. Let you remove every obstacle. Ah, come on somebody. He'll let you remove every doubt, every fear, every chain be broken. He's put it in you. Watch. Unto him the table to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power in the preacher. Whatever the pastor says. Whatever the evangelist says. No, no, that's not what it said. According to the power that worketh in us. You know what that means? I'm going to kick devils every step that I take. Devil, you don't have any right to even have a voice in my family. You don't have any right to even have a voice in, in my life. So here it is. Just stand. I'm going to try to quit. Watch this. What are you doing here, little boy? Am I a dog? I looked that up, Brother Stephen. You correct me after church. It's okay. I'll let you. But that word dog there, the translation of that, was a homosexual. You think I'm some limp-wristed jellyback powerless giant first of all David ain't never called him a giant he only called himself a giant Ah, that's going to help somebody. 
I'm going to tell you, there's no giant in your life that's impossible to defeat. Now watch. Am I a dog? What, what is this? That thou comest to me with slaves? And watch, I love this. This, this is when it was really over right here. The Bible said, and the Philistine cursed David by his gods. <laughs> you want to make God mad? You just try to get somebody in his business. So he curses David. Not by David's gods. By Goliath's gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come on, big boy. Come, come on. I'll show you what I'll do to you. I'm going to smite you. I'm going to take your head off. And I'm going to give your carcass to the host of the Philistines this day. David said, wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. You're going to feed me to the birds? All right. <laughs> Woo. This is what I see right now in the Holy Ghost. There's some vultures that are flying over this sanctuary right now and they're waiting to see who comes out on top if you die in the fight you become prey to the vulture David said I can see him. He's reaching in that pouch and he's rubbing those stones around in his pocket. Oh, big boy, you don't even understand what I got in here. I've been out there on that hillside getting ready for you. And so he says, okay, big guy. That's the way you're going to play. I'm going to show you how to defeat intimidation. And David put his hand in his bag. And he took a stone. And I love this word. And he slang it. He slang it. That's a good word, isn't it, Brother Miller? He slang it. He took that rock and read it. That's what it says. He slang it. And he didn't just slung it, he slang it. He didn't just sling it, he slang it. Now let me tell you something about that stone. There wasn't anything special about that stone except when you try to intimidate God's people, God can take something ordinary. And he can cause it to become supernatural. And
and it will move everything that gets in its way. You know, the story at Sunday School 101, he slang it, and it hit him in the forehead. It didn't, it didn't just make him kind of stumble a little. He said, Boop. David's looking around. Oh, my goodness. I don't have anything to finish the job. Watch him now. Right, come here, Joshy. Lay down right there. <laughs> Crystal, send me your little little guy. Where is he? Hey, come here, quick, hurry. David walks over there. Watch this. Here, get right up there. No, get up there. Get up there. Step on him. You can get up when he turns blue. Okay, that's good. That's good. I was going to do it. I spared you, Joshy. David climbs up on that intimidator's chest and he reaches down and gets his sword and he picks up, thank you buddy, he picks up that sword and he, hey, you, where are you going? He picks up that sword and he cuts off the head of the intimidator. Come on. I'm trying to tell somebody, if you'll do the will of God, God's got everything that you need to take care of the intimidator. Come on, let's praise him. Now, you ready? That's it. Come on. I've already given the invitation. Before you do anything else, I want you to take spiritual authority. Pastor told us about it this morning. Whatever you bind down here, I'm going to bind up there. So this is what I want you to do before you do anything else. I want you to lift your hands and I want you to bind the spirit of intimidation. Come on. Right now. I want you to take authority. I'm not going to take that authority for you. You take it right now. I bind the spirit of intimidation.